Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of The Wyatt Felling Show. I'm really excited to get into the first chapter of Meditations, which I will explain in a little bit. But first off, I just want to thank everybody that listened to either the first or the second episode. I'm super grateful and uh, super thankful for all the positive feedback I got and the like encouragement from people. So if you were one of those people, I really, really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. I wasn't really expecting that many people to listen to it, but uh, and it feels really weird to talk this time because I actually know that maybe a few people might listen to it, which on the f- the first year I was just talking. But uh, so yeah, I had a uh, I had an all right week. I we picked up two podcasts for the Wave One Network. One of them is an LGBTQ show. And the other one is a music show. So I'm trying to get shows and get good content into multiple different categories. So my goal is to have somebody visit my website and it asks them what they're interested in and what they're passionate about. And then it directs them to a show and or a podcast that kind of fits their their passion, their interest. So that's my goal. And I'm kind of getting closer every every single day. So super excited about that. Um, On Monday, we got Million Dollar Startup, which is another show that kind of falls into the business slash investing category. So we're going to be shooting the first ever episode of that, which is going to be awesome. Don't really know how it's going to turn out. But sometimes you just got to go and kind of learn and pick up things along the way. So got that coming up on Monday. But other than that, I had a pretty, pretty decent week. I've been on the phone with some podcasts I've been DMing Pacers players and other NBA players that are coming to town to try to get them in the studio, which all I need to do is get like a a Victor Aladipo or somebody of that nature. And then I'm, I'm going to be pretty good to go. Um, which that'll come. I just got to keep asking because I've realized that like most people just aren't asking. I've been, I've been kind of like walking to businesses being on the phone with podcasts. And as as long as you ask, there's a chance that somebody is going to work with you and you might get a client off somebody. But if, if you're not asking, putting yourself out there, then there's no chance that you're going to get anything from it. So just something that I kind of realized. But today's episode, and I'm going to kind of explain the structure of all the future episodes. So Meditations is a book, technically a book, so Marcus Aurelius, which is, I mentioned him last episode, I said he was my favorite philosopher, um, which he is, and he is kind of, he might be the main Stoic, so there's three Stoic philosophers, that they call him like the big three, so it's Seneca, Marcus Aurelius, and Epictetus, and Marcus Aurelius I mentioned was kind of like the last good emperor of Rome, and he would constantly write in his journal because that's a big part of um, of like what he believed in. And stoicism was writing in a journal and going over the things that you need to work on and um, just kind of your thoughts, uh, honestly. So he would write down in this journal every single day and it eventually, um, it, he, he never meant for it to be published. Um, 
but somebody found it or it just got passed down from like generation to generation and it got published and it's called Meditations. And so it's basically a book now. It was never meant to be a book, which I don't know if he'd be very happy about that. Um, I don't even know if he would care, but um, so there's, I don't know how many chapters there are. I think there's like 13 or 14, but I'm going to be going uh, over specific chapters in a specific episode. And I'm going to be pulling out quotes, main points, kind of everything that he's trying to get across. And I'm going to go over all those things. And then I'm going to tell you what I got from it because you can read, people can read any, any book or anything and everybody's going to take something different from it. That's just kind of how our minds work and kind of how reading works in general. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I got from it and then maybe how it's relating to what I'm doing now. So we can just get it, get right into it. I I've read all of this or listened to it. I listened to the audiobook, but, um, I I've read all of read. I've listened to all of this, uh, but I listened to the first chapter again and I wrote down notes. And I think this is like this whole podcast, even if nobody's going to listen to it, it really helps me um, take specific points and, and writing good notes off these things, which I wasn't really doing before. I was just listening to them. And I like, I've realized once I started writing the stuff down, like I could write on and on about a, like one sentence or like even like one point he was trying to make because there's so much things, there's so many things that build off of that, which is crazy to me. And, uh, yeah, so we'll just get into it. So in this chapter, this is my opinion is the most boring chapter out of everything, but it's still super interesting. Um, he just, he mentions what he does is he mentions all these people his family members, um, all these warriors, these generals, these teachers, and he's listing off everybody and what he's learned from them. And this is kind of, because um, I've seen stuff on the internet, it's saying like, did Marcus Aurelius, there's just questions like, did Marcus Aurelius like think of all this stuff? Or is this other teachings that he's just like copying and and putting his own spin on it? Honestly, it's like all a mixture of both. Like he's learned so much from all these people and all of these philosophers and all these teachers that were uh that he was under, but at the same time he he is kind of putting his own spin on it and giving his own opinion and his own thoughts. So, um like he's so he he starts off by going through like his family like from his grandfather, he learned good morals, controlling his temper. From his father, he learned to be modest or to be humble. Um, from his mom, he learned simple living and learned habits that are, he says far removed from the rich. So, um, so he starts off by listening to me, and then he goes off and all, he goes on and off about um, all these other people that I, I looked up each individual person because I had no idea who they were, and uh, it was really interesting. Like I, I caught myself like I would look up one of these people, and then I would read for like fifteen or twenty minutes quotes from them and like their whole life. And there's just so much information out there. Like, I don't know why any of this stuff isn't getting or isn't getting taught. Like, I barely learned about, like, the Roman emperors. Maybe it was probably like a week in class that we learned, learned about them, which I was super interested in them at the time, but I didn't even realize how much 
information came from came from all this. Um, he mentions uh, Rusticus, which is one of his teachers, one of his main teachers. Um, and he says that from Rusticus, I learned my character requires improvement um, to not write on speculative matters, um, to have respect for people that have done me wrong. And he also mentions teachings from Epictetus. So I'm going to kind of di- dissect each one. So he he says his character requires improvement and it, it's constantly requiring improvement. So like no matter how perfect you think your character is and no matter how perfect you think you are, like there's always something that could be that you could be doing better. I'm sure Marcus Aurelius, if if you compare him to the rest of Rome and to all these other people, his character was like top notch. It was really good. But he's still mentioning that it always requires it always requires development. And it always requires improvement. And to have that mindset that that yours is perfect and you're doing everything right is really dangerous to have because you, there's no going up from there. So that's one thing I learned from uh, Rusticus, not writing on speculative matters. So he wouldn't write or even put his thoughts on anything that he doesn't, that he's not super informative about and super knowledgeable about, which this kind of like the reason the way this like relates in today's world it's like everybody on like instagram and everybody on um facebook and all these like social media platforms are a quote-unquote expert on on something or on uh on life when most of them haven't even lived that much life um people are saying they're experts on business and they're telling people how to build their business when most of these guys haven't built a business yet like i understand the reason i I didn't really want to do this podcast is because i didn't want to start talking about all this philosophy and all this stuff like i've lived a bunch because i have and i'm just learning all of it so that's kind of a disclaimer like i don't really know like any of this stuff like i'm picking i'm picking like little parts of it um up like every single day and i'm listening to stuff and i'm reading stuff every single day but there's there's so much that i have to learn um but that that's how that relates to today's world and like i i think this is crazy how how relatable this is when this was written so long ago. And I think it'll always like withstand the test of time. Um, and that's kind of what I've realized. Like the more, the, the longer some, the longer like information lasts, like the more powerful it is. Like through all these um, different like civilizations and through all these generations, it still holds up is something that's crazy to me. Um, he says he, to have respect for people that have done him wrong. So that's just kind of, kind of basic like i mean if somebody like like uh like says something bad about you or um in business if you make a a deal with somebody and it goes wrong and it was their fault um to still have respect for them um all like it's basically just saying give people second chances um and then this one is crazy teachings from epictetus so epictetus i've you probably heard me mention it a couple times he is a famous stoic. He's one of like the big three, but he was a slave. He was, um, he came before Marcus Aurelius and he was a slave. He had nothing. Um, and he never writ, uh, wrote, written, wrote any of his teachings down, but other people did. And it's crazy that Marcus Aurelius is learning from Epictetus. It doesn't, and this goes to show that it, it, he doesn't care and it really doesn't matter what profession somebody has or what they're doing in life. Like if they have 
valuable information that's the only thing that matters this is like the the what do they call it the halo effect like for celebrities like everybody listens to celebrities like they're on this like pedestal and that they're really smart even when uh in the end they're just average people so their opinion might be horrible or it might be good you never know but we're all just people at the end of the day no matter what profession you have yeah if you if you're doing something you're more likely to to be an expert in your profession but when it comes to just topics in general like somebody's opinion is either good or it's bad. It doesn't really matter what, um, like what they're labeled as or what profession they're in. Um, Maximus, uh, to not be put off by anything or affected by anything. So this is one of the main things that Marcus Aurelius kind of pushes and, and Seneca pushed and Epictetus pushed before him was to not be affected by any external thing, which I talked about a lot in the second episode. But you can just go on and on about this. All these things that are happening to you, happening to you to not be put off or set off by any of these because you can't control them. And once you start, he realized once you start um, being set off by these things, then you're being controlled by something else. You're not, you're not in control of your life. So he learned that from a specific person. And he... And he kind of like puts that into his like his um, like knowledge base. So, and then Maximus and Rusticus and this next guy Sextus were all philosophers slash teachers um, that taught Marcus Aurelius. So he was born into just to kind of give a little bit of a background. He was born into uh, into wealth. He was born into money, and he uh, but he was always so like passionate and interested about learning. That's like, that's all he did. He, he, I mean, he had the best teachers. Um, he, cause back, I mean, money buys the the best teacher and the best, uh, um, person back in the day. So, um, but he was, he was born into money, but he was also like most people would be, um, would be comfortable, um, or kind of satisfied with being born into that. But he he constantly wanted to learn to be a, and be a better person, and improve his character and all this. So from Sextus he learned to be tolerant of all people and live in accordance with nature. So um, be tolerant and try to um, try to not be put off by people, even if they're disrespectful, if they're super ignorant, if they're talking over you. All this all this stuff because that that also falls in line with the control what you can control. Um, live in accordance with nature. This is a this is a big stoic uh, idea, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna talk that much about it because I'm gonna get into it on on these later episodes. But um, but yeah, and then uh, he mentions how lucky and how grateful he is uh, to have given a good family and not be to not be screwed um, in life. Which reading over this whole thing you get like you get such a good sense of like what type of person he is he's he's so like he's so grateful and he he's talking about all these um things that he learned from people and uh all these all these things that he was given in life and how and how lucky he is and how fortunate he is to not be on the other side um in which like nobody does that like nobody really ever talks about um, how grateful and how lucky we are, which I mean, if you compare yourself to most of the world, even if you live in um, 
if you live in the United States and you're even you, you're not born into into wealth or you're um, or you're poor, based on I mean compared to the rest of the world, you're lucky. So and even if you go to a country that's a little less uh, fortunate than us, there's always a worse country. There's always a worse. Um, there's always a person in a worse situation than you. Uh, there's a quote. It's um. It's like if you uh, or the um, what is it? Sorry. Oh, it's like no matter how bad something is in life, it can always get worse. No matter how good uh, you're doing in life, it can always get better. And uh, I think my dad told me that, but probably some somebody really smart said that at some point. But it's really true. Um, like no matter how good you think you have it, somebody always has it better. Uh, no matter how bad you have, no matter how unlucky you think you are, there's somebody on the other side of the world that has it worse than you. And, um, I don't know. I think that's super powerful. And I think that's what kind of he's trying to say when, or that's what he's, that's like the vibe he's like giving off when he's talking about how grateful and how lucky he is because he realizes all that. He says he's grateful to the gods that he has money so he can allow or so he can always help someone in financial need. And uh, it it also allows him to have good tutors for his kid. So I think this is really interesting. So early in the first chapter, he says that from his mom, he learned um, he learned to have good and simple habits far removed from the rich. And then later in the chapter, he starts talking on the positive side of wealth. So obviously, he's saying money isn't everything. But yeah, it can buy your kids good teachers. It can, um, and like it, this relates to today's world because, like, yeah, money's not everything. But if you have it, you uh, you can put your kids in a better situation. If you have a business, you can pass it on to your to your children. Um, you can take your kids on a vacation. You can do all these all these little things. That yeah, they aren't everything, but they still matter. So um, so he's saying. He, he kind of goes on the positive and the negative side of wealth. Um, so that's really interesting to me. What I picked up from, and that's basically it. He just, he goes through every single person um, that has taught something, taught him something in life and what they taught him. And what I picked up from this is, um, is like, no matter who you meet, no matter uh, how, how like worthless you think that that relationship is going to be, and uh or no matter how like uh ignorant or dumb you think somebody is like, there's always something that you can learn from everybody there's a quote it's from Carl Jung which you have heard of if you've taken any psychology class um but it's everyone you meet knows something you don't know but need to know learn from them so he's saying um even if it's the smallest thing, you can you can learn something from from everybody. It does not matter who they are. Even if it's a homeless guy, if it's a billionaire, uh, it doesn't matter. There's we have so many thoughts every day, and, and everybody has a completely different experience in life. There's something you can pick up from everybody, and to have a mindset to where if a, if somebody is is uh, like uh, you think is like lesser than you or if they don't have as much money as you or if they're not in a uh or if they're not as like the same status as you 
it doesn't matter. They're, they've experienced something completely different from you. There's no substitute for that. There's something that you can pick up from them. You just have to look for it. And yet to have that mindset, that closed mindset where you can only learn something from certain people is, is kind of ridiculous to have. And uh, there's a quote from Socrates, which is, he's, he's not a stoic philosopher, but he's, he's labeled as one of like the best ever. There's literally, it, they call it like pre-Socratic and post-Socratic philosophers. So to have that, like some have like eras named after you, you obviously have to be of some importance. He says, true knowledge exists and knowing you know nothing. So he's saying, as soon as you, once you accept your ignorance of everything, there's so much information out there. There's so much you don't know. There's so much you haven't experienced. As soon as you open up to that, then that's that's true knowledge because you're you're going to be learning something in every experience you have and every person and every person you meet and every as every single day goes by you're going to be trying to learn something and that is the practical mindset to have because if you as soon as you think you know everything then you know nothing i mean then you know nothing you're not going to learn anything so that is that's true ignorance and uh i think that's a really good quote so I just wanted to kind of relay the first chapter. It gets much uh it gets much more interesting in the later chapters. I've listened to it a few times, but I'm going to be going over each chapter before I do the podcast and taking my notes from it and what I got from it. Um so I think that should be it for today. I'm going to be coming out with another episode next week. Um and like I said, all these philosophers have books and have writings, so Um, I think I'm still trying to figure out the structure, but I think that I'm just going to go each chapter of meditations, which will only take 13 or 14 episodes. And then I can go to another book like Epictetus's writings, uh, Seneca's writings, and I can go on and on. There's, there's so many philosophers out there and there's so many good things that I can learn from, from each one of them. So, I mean, I could honestly do this forever with all the information out there and there's so much, uh, there's so much that I have to learn too. So I think that should be it. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Like I said, in the beginning of the episode, I am really thankful for all the positive feedback I got from everybody. I'm, uh, I'm super grateful for that. So other than that, I think that should do it. Um, if you would like me to talk about anything else, or if you have any opinions on anything, just let me know. If you liked it, you could give it a a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Other than that, I appreciate you listening, and I'll see you next episode. Peace out.